so uh, we're heading rapidly towards the end of the decade, dude. And uh, we're probably going to do a bunch of... Uh, welcome, Hello. everybody. Hi. Um, we're probably going to do a bunch of um, um, themed shows, I think. But this is a regular show. Oh, okay. Um, we're, we'll do maybe do a Christmas one. We'll do um, yeah, I'm looking forward a holiday to that one. one. That's going to be great. Uh, we'll do maybe do a best or worst of the decade because we're, we're entering like oh, the yeah. last days of this decade. Yeah. Let's, you know, here's the thing. Let's, let's do the best of the decade because okay. there's just too much good stuff out there right now to really focus on. I thought you were going to say there's too shit. much shit. No, we'll no, no. we be here all day. There's too much good. What's the opposite of shit? Gold. There's too much good stuff out there to really focus on um, the bad stuff. Right. You know? Okay, I'm good with yeah. that. But we'll we'll get to those at some point. Or maybe it's just like highlights, whether the highlights were good or bad. Because right. that could go either way. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's some I'm prep forward. work yeah. um, involved in that one. Sure. But, um, what I would like to just kind of kick Wait, off. Wait, are we planning or recording? We're recording. Yes. Okay, good. Always right, recording. Good. Okay, all right. Um, uh, what I, I, I've seen, I've noticed that there, you know, now we can see there's ads for 2020 films. So we're, we're uh, next year. And we're going to have um, um, some cool films. Yeah. So I, and I don't know much about these, but I just want to touch on them. The ones that mm-hmm. I've seen now, the ads that kind of piqued my interest. And um, first one is The Invisible Man. Did you know they were doing that? I did not. Yeah, they're doing The Invisible Man and it looks fucking good. It looks like scary, like as in a horror movie. Okay. And um, let's see. Sure. And uh, I think it, uh, if they do it right, man, it could be really good because you think about The Invisible Man and um, if you look back at, um, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen mm-hmm. the character he wasn't there kind of like God I mean you could pretty much do anything well like, I mean you could, look at the boys yeah and the boys yeah too yeah, yeah. I mean it's using you know that power for nefarious ways right and, and that's what this movie looks like yeah, it's okay. got Elizabeth Moss in it um, it's um, it's got Oliver Jackson Cohen uh, alias Hodge uh, Storm Reed it sounds like a poor name um, so uh, should we play the trailer I, I, I think, yeah, let me see if I can find the trailer real quick and uh, we can uh, go. I see attorney representing Adrian's trust. I'm required to read a prepared statement. Cecilia, although our relationship was far from perfect, I thought that you would talk to me rather than run away. Are you okay? What happened to him? He cut his wrists. Per his final wishes, you're getting five million dollars. Contingent, of course, on the fine print. He can't be ruled to be mentally incompetent. It just doesn't make any sense. What? Adrian wouldn't kill himself. Listen, you're getting your freedom back, okay? Don't let him haunt you. Hello? I mean, it's fucked up. Walk right up to yeah. Me, and I wouldn't be able to see him. Are you okay? Someone sitting in that chair. I found something that can prove what I'm experiencing. You need help. Adrian is dead. I went to his house today. He's not dead. I have a pile of ashes in the box that would disagree with you. He has figured out a way to be invisible. Only 
anything more brilliant than inventing something that makes you invisible. He's coming up with the perfect way to torture you, even in death. Adrian's true genius. This February. How it got in people's heads. 2020. I'm not crazy. But you can't see. You're saying the person trying to kill you can hurt you. Is in the room right now, but we Oof. can't see him. He's listening. Where are you? The Invisible Man. So February 2020, as Super always. Super visual. Yeah, I mean, they, obviously watch the trailer because there's a lot of special effects. But also, damn, they just showed a whole movie. They did. The it's just like they showed the whole fucking damn. film. Damn. Okay. Do you want to bring up Bloodshot so we can play that now? Once we, but oh, yeah. It's a little um, uh, Hollow Man, uh, Kevin Bacon. Sure. Which is a great oh, movie. Yeah. Very underrated yeah, yeah. film. Actually, it would be perfect for movies that love their shit. I'm going to add it to my list. Okay. <laughs> and we'll do a little, a little deeper dive on that film at a later date because that is actually a really good movie. Um, so a little bit like that. So we'll see how it comes across because um um it could be very good could be um you know the for original story um was kind of chilling and the original idea behind the invisible man was um as a horrifying character so that's invisible man we're going to do bloodshot um which is coming out in 2020 as well that comes out in february 2022 same time as this one um actually this is a pretty visual uh trailer we should you you should watch go watch this trailer. okay and let's just talk about all right let's what, talk about because i did I, I saw this trailer um, yeah, it's from valiant comics right yeah i think the first bloodshot came out in like 92 93 i believe yeah yeah um it's vin diesel starring vin diesel um uh, it's obviously going for a franchise here i suppose it must um, must be yeah but bloodshot is a uh, well do you want to talk about it well i mean based based on the trailer um what's it remind me of a little bit is uh edge of tomorrow i think yeah um yeah, he's a he essentially becomes a superhero via some experiments done to him, and um, he's able to kind of regenerate. I guess is that the best way to say it? Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's um, yeah, kind of. It's uh, he's got like um, he's being controlled. A first yeah, of all, like yeah, and c- repeatedly, yeah, and he it's so it is Edge of Tomorrow. Like he's been. Yeah, he's because and there's another movie too that I'm but it that's looks, alluding me. It looks kind of fun because it seems like he's been like everything is being switched on him. These people killed your family. You go so he's like an assassin, right? Super assassin that's being manipulated. Oh, uh, like Winter Soldier. Good. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, a little bit, little bit Winter Soldiery, a little bit. But it does yeah. look fucking. It cool. looks great, and yeah. like from the effects standpoint, and just the way it looks, looks what looks cool. And I, you know, Vin Diesel can be pretty watchable when he, he wants to be. He can. I mean, I, he, when he's Groot, he's the best. But I, I don't have high hopes for this movie. You don't? No. Fuck. No, I think it looks good. I think that the, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I want it to be great. I want it to be good because it's really cool. Are you calling your shot line. right now? A la Guardians of the Galaxy, the classic, when you said it's going to be great, and I yeah, shot all over it, and, yeah. and it was fucking great. Yeah, I want it to be great because I think the story is great, and the comics was great, um, and it's independent. And I love Valiant, um, that whole Valiant universe. I would love to see a cinematic version of that with like Magnus and, and Exo and Harbingers. But yeah, I kind of think that there's something about this trailer that's given me that feeling where it's like visually it looks like a huge setup, but yeah. I just don't think the payoff is going to be there. But it's too early to tell. Again, it goes yeah. back to like this is ten percent of the movie. Um, but I'm just I just have this feeling that I'm gonna be let down, but I don't want to be. 
I want this. No to one be wants great. to let you down. No, 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 no they don't want to let me down. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's Bloodshot. Um. And then also at uh, under underwater with uh, Kristen Stewart comes out in January 2020. That looks like basically Alien Underwater. Mm-hmm. Could be good. Could be shit. Um, and then te- uh, Tenant, Tenant. It's hard to say. Yeah. I keep on saying Tenant because right. of David Tenant, yep. Doctor Who reference. Uh, everyone drink. So Tenant like is a tenant. is the Christopher Nolan. You can't find that on the internet because if you found it, he took it down. Oh. He got it taken down. You can only see that in the in the, in the theaters. Um, it, it no, I don't know. I I think he wants. To, you know, he likes to keep everything really under wraps. Do you, do you think that's him taking it down, or is yeah, it the production company that was like? We'll pay a lot of money for your trailer to be attached to this film. No, I think I think it, he he likes to keep everything as close to his chest as possible, and I don't think he wants people looking at the. Oh, ad that just much. like right, I get it. You know, no so just like put like slow yeah, it down. Like what is yeah. it? Oh, okay. what is going? Because hey, you don't I respect know. that. Yeah, me too. I respect that a lot. We just talked about like how they show the fucking movie through the fucking ad. Well, true. Uh, I saw an ad for Black Christmas, which is being re-released here soon ne- mm, this okay. month, next month. Yeah, and. Don't go see the movie. Just watch the Just fucking watch ad. The trailer, I yeah. swear to God, I can tell you exactly what happens in the movie. Sure. Do you want me to, t- you want me to spoil it for you? Do you want me to spoil it? D- do it. I'm going to spoil it. Carrie Elways, he's the bad guy. Okay. The professor turns out to be the bad guy, and it's some kind of secret fucking fraternity. Sure. Or these, Always does, Which yeah. is not the same as the original Black Christmas starring Margot Kidder back in the day, which yeah. is a fucking horrifying movie. Watch that. Don't watch the new one. Looks like a fucking bag of shit. I was pissed off in the so, theater. So you're calling your shot now that Black Crips is It's definitely terrible. Okay. Definitely okay. trash. Okay. Um, but um, on, on that subject, do you want to talk about current films that we've seen? I want to segue quickly into let's, that. Let's do it quickly because you've seen more than I have. I have. But, yeah, but please. And I, I won't, you know. No, I'll, no, no, go for There'll it. be no spoilers, but I'd like to talk about Joker. And the first thing I'd like to say about Joker is, because we haven't talked about it yet, yeah. is that you have to amend the, the, the cinema code of conduct that we've discussed before in a previous show from Mark Kermode we have to amend it Oh, we have to amend it to no fucking guns and no shooting people oh yeah yeah so yeah. because there was a lot of no farting no farting no, no loud can- right. no no loud snacks yeah. and no guns yeah uh, seems like it would be a given but mm, you know the way we extra security for this film sure it drummed up more probably publicity, publicity yep. than anything else yeah. but, but quite sad because I didn't want to go see it in open weekend yeah and I really want to see the film and I just stayed away from it. And I know you have reservations about this movie. And to be quite frank, I, I'm, <laughs> to be quite honest, I think they're, they're it, you know, you're not wrong. It's it's not a perfect film. Um, I will say he's fucking brilliant in it. He oh, is so good in it. Fuck yeah, he is. Um, the, the cool thing, one of the coolest bits in it, things that I liked about it was uh, he has a laughing condition, a condition where he laughs when he's nervous continually. Awesome. Uncontrollable. Perfect. Yep, great. So that's that that kind of makes everything different. Yeah. Because yeah, is he laughing? Is he not laughing? Is he just nervous? Right. He ha- carries a little Probably card around. Probably laughs in like inappropriate moments, yeah, but he's not meaning very to. Very inappropriate. Yeah. He carries a little card around him to explain this to people because it's uncontrollable and yep. he can't stop. Yep. Uh, and it, it lends, it, he enters in situations because of this. Sure. Yep. Bad situations. Yep. Um, he's a very depressed person. Um, he's, uh, which it was a, a friend of ours said it really well to me that when she went to see a movie um, loved it thought it was great but way too uncomfortable as well because you, you see stuff like that in real life yeah yeah I know you never people. ever you never ever watch it again I think that's probably quite apt um, I don't think I'd watch it again glad I went to see it I'm glad he was so good in it but sure. he's always good he's good um, it, it's it's kind of crossed between um, the, the one bad day and the killing joke um, and uh, you know, just just the Joker in general. Yeah. So it, it's it's got that vibe, that kind of like, you know, anyone can be this guy if you have one bad day. 
not quite to that extreme because again he was very depressed clinically depressed you know under medication underfunded you know uh, system to help him yeah. so a lot of social commentary about that but it, it was good I, I did enjoy it not enjoy it because it made you feel uncomfortable and it was kind of disturbing but definitely well worth seeing and um, uh, you know like I said he, he could win an Oscar for it could he'll be nominated yeah, yeah. he's great um, yeah um, I'd like to I also just, just touch on it too it too is not as good as the first one I think I'll probably leave it at that oh, okay. it was alright all right. yeah. first one was fucking brilliant this one was just hmm, kind of boring yeah and kind of let, like that's kind of what happened with the TV show too the first part of the TV show with the kids was great and the second yeah. part yeah. was not as good because you care about kids you're, you're less yeah. concerned about adults in general yeah um, do, can I do Terminator yeah yeah Dark Fate yeah uh, okay okay uh, it's 2024 and here we are uh, it doesn't seem that far away but we've been conquered by uh, 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 an artificial AI called sure. Legion not Skynet oh, okay yeah um, but that doesn't seem that long in the future for some of the shit that they're doing in the future right. but whatever here's the thing about the Terminator Dark Fate it's a fucking remake it's the same fucking shit they're all the same shit just with different people yep. but it's the same story just different sex instead of a guy it's a girl right it's they didn't need to make it's this unnecessary yeah. completely unnecessary yeah. Yeah. and because of that I didn't like it yeah um, I think there was some nice touches in it like Arnie was good in it yeah Carl was his name in the film Carl the Robot okay kind of weird and funny that's funny um, the shades there was a bit with some shades which was a nice touch um, I mean it's it's I don't, the end of, I want to say the end but I don't want to say it yeah but it just I don't know it just wasn't that good, man. It doesn't, I just doesn't, I was fucking bored. Yep, it's unnecessary. You know, Hobbs and Shaw, action all the way. I wasn't bored during that, though. I was just bored during this. Yeah. And I didn't really expect to be because I'm telling you. Well, yeah, you were. You should have been because what the fuck could they have done that's different than they've done in the last eight movies? Well, it's they tried. The but, they, but they tried with Sam Worthington one. They at least tried to do something different. A little, yeah. And I but, enjoyed that more than fucking this one. Yeah. Which is fucked up. Terminator 2. Terminator Terminator, Terminator 2. Without a doubt. Head and shoulders above everything else. Sure. The, the the third no, not the third one. That's a bag of shit. Rise of Machines. The fourth one, the Sam Worthington one. That's fucking decent. Yeah. With Christian Bale and Sam Worthington. Yep. That's a decent movie. The fifth one, James is awful. First cheap drawn that. I always forget about that one. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. Um, but the f- number one, number two, number three, then then this one, then Genesis. Okay. And then yeah, let's Rise move on to, to something that is good. Fuck yeah, Dark Fate. Yeah, uh, you told good. me that you watched the movie that's been out for about a year now. Uh, Overlord. Yeah, it was quite great. It's it was great, fu- great fun. So yeah, fun. It's great fun. And it, that movie is like like I've said this before. It's like watching. It's like a video game that somebody else is playing that you want to sit and watch them yeah. play. Definitely had a Call of Duty vibe to it, and like Castle Wolfenstein, yeah. a little bit of Doom, and it was just insane. Yeah, and just never is relentless yeah. in the end you're just like what yeah yeah they had the jaws nod God, um, with so the good, when dude. they blew up the oxygen tank so explosion I thought that was great yeah um, uh, very very bloody um, kind of like a hard take on the super soldier serum yeah. Captain America story yeah only with the Nazis um, and the, the the running shot at the end was fucking cool it's when great. he was running running and running mm-hmm. running out, out, and everything just collapsing around him. I, yeah like, uh, I, I thought it was super enjoyable exactly. I enjoyed every minute perfect of that movie. popcorn movie yep. a shit ton better than fucking Terminator Dark Fate <laughs> um, um, that's going to be my mantra for a while okay. everything's a shit ton oh, okay, better good. than Terminator Dark so Fate so you know what we should do you know what we should do we did this once before 
we should, you and I make a list of movies that we're going to look forward to in 2020. Yeah. Right. These are, and then we don't share the list until we get together with them already made. Yeah. And then we find what have, you know, matched off and kind of cross them off. But then we compile that list. And then what we do is we say what we think about it, what we thought, thumbs up, thumbs down. And then after we watch them, we go back to that list. We're like, okay, number seven on this list was Tenet. We call that the summer bumper pack of fun movies yeah, in the old episode yeah that's summers I mean that was uh, yeah. three months let's let's shoot for a year alright let's, let's do, we'll months. do that we'll do that in January then yeah that'll be kind of a, something for you guys to look forward to post Christmas yeah yeah when we're all fat and turkey and stuff mm. um, so yeah I, w- I think that's all the films I've seen lately um, or at least well Ad Astra which we both saw let's yeah. just touch on that real quick we can exactly beautiful looking just Gorgeous. nothing there boring yeah. Nothing there, two up its own arse. Um, but, I mean, some moments were ex the, the, the moon buggy scene was fucking cool. It was as pretty fuck. cool. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah, agreed. Just trying to make 2001 or Solaris, um, making a really mature science fiction film, it just, it just didn't, it then lost, it, we just lost interest because it was just boring. It was yeah. too mature. Like, just not that good. But Brad Pitt is gorgeous wow, dude he's man. yeah he's fucking dreamy yeah. as fuck mm-hmm. and if he hadn't been in the film it would have been a lot less watchable I, yeah you know because he agree. was he was pretty good in it um yeah the best thing about that was the i saw the star wars trailer before but I yeah, that's what i said yep so um yeah that's kind of where we're at with movies right now hey can i also tell you i saw rambo did i tell oh, you yeah. that no tell me about yeah, it yeah not good <laughs> oh god well yeah, yeah. i mean it wasn't I'm not great super surprised that not, rambo yeah exactly great. it was was it know, the least it was like the like the terminator dark like dark fate thing it's like you kind of knew what was going to happen. Right. Um, I think it's just, it was just good enough to keep Rambo relevant. And if they do with Rambo, what he's wanted to do all along, if we're getting the next Rambo is like Rambo versus Sasquatch or Rambo versus fucking alien, that's going to be amazing. Did he want to do that? Yeah. That's what he wanted Rambo to, he, eventually he wants Rambo to be like, you know, called to, I, I, I don't know all the details, but like either to the bayou or to the mountains or whatever. Something is killing campers or whatever, and one of his buddies gets killed. However, they set it up. But Rambo hunting the Sasquatch or a Yeti or so something. Sasquatch specifically, he wants well, Rambo to fight him? something that's... Um, Abominable Snowman? Is it like... But something supernatural, basically. It's like okay. Rambo versus... Su- so, and I think that would be amazing. He didn't die in the end? I don't know. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, fuck. So he wants to be Wolverine, basically. And we've said this before. Rambo is Wolverine. Wolverbo. Yeah. Yeah. Without the healing power. Ramberine. and But he is, yeah. It's, yeah, that is what the direction he wants it to go. And if it goes in that direction before he gets too old to do it, because your man is like pushing 70. Oh, I think he's but over But he looks 70. fucking great. It's nuts. It's, it's, all ins- that, it's insane. It's all that like um, um, sheep blood he's injected with veins or some shit. I don't know. Oh, years and years ago, okay. he was doing some fucking yeah. crazy shit. Trying um, to keep up. You know. It was a Rambo movie for the modern age. I don't know. It just it it was crash bang boom wallop. Yeah. So it's what you want out of a Rambo movie. But give it that element of something supernatural, and it will be fucking great camp. Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess I'll have to watch it now. I'll watch it. Um. TV. Yeah. So we had. Um, I finished the boys. Okay. Finally, I just I don't know why I. I Ainly retentively just held off and watching the last episode. I've stalled out on a lot of things too. 
Uh, but it was the last episode. You think I could fucking get oh, off the no, finish I've, line? Oh, no, I stalled off Christ. on so many... But it was good. I was enjoying it. And, uh, was I enjoying it? Yes, I, I kind of was enjoying it. It was good. Not what I thought it was going to be. But the last episode was pretty good. And it was kind of a cool twist at the end. I'm not going to spoil. But definitely set it up for um, for the next one. So watch it. Don't watch it. Watch it. Okay. Yes. All right. Because it'll come out again. There's a lot of good shit out there. I know, right now, man, man. I know. But it was the, the end. The last episode was, was, was cool. Okay. Uh, there was... Some I didn't see coming. I was like, "Oh, that's okay. Let's right. let's see how this goes." Fair, um, um, shocking stuff too. So I would say, yeah, the boys was worth it. It was worth the time I put into it. Okay. Um, I've discovered a new TV channel that I am uh, app whatever that I like, and it's called Pluto TV. Have you heard of this? I've not. Fuck, it's free. First of all, okay. you get some limited ads. You can download it on your Fire Stick or on, you know, whatever. Sure, Roku, Apple, Roku. whatever, yeah. It's all out there. Yep. It's called Pluto TV. Okay. I think it's owned by, I think it's NBC, like that affiliate. So, okay. that's access to a lot of stuff. Or maybe it's Fox. They have a Hell's Kitchen channel 24-7. That show for Gordon Ramsay. They have a Fear Factor channel, which shows Fear okay. Factor 24-7. Sure. Um, they have a channel that just shows cats. 24-7. It's like in Scrooged where uh, Robert Mitchum character turns to Bill Murray and goes, TV for pets. That's the future. Oh, yeah, We're in nice. the future, yeah, man. Yep. Uh, cat channel 24-7. And of course, alternatively, you have a dog channel of course, yeah, 24-7. Yeah, yeah. It's not that bad. You turn it on, you find yourself watching for longer okay. than you expected. Sure, fair enough. Dogs are cute. Yep. Cats, whatever. Um, they have a, It's a James Bond 24-7 channel what? where they show every James Bond on repeat. Okay. All right. But most importantly, my friend, most importantly, this free service that you can download at any time has a 24-7 Doctor Who channel. 24-7, <laughs> motherfuckers. Okay. So everybody, stop what you, stop this motherfucking podcast right, right now. Right, right, right. Get your fucking iPad, iPhone, Roku out, download Pluto TV, and fucking and just, just dive right in. Background. And it's from William Hartnell, Patrick Troughton, John Pertwee, Tom Baker, Peter Davison, Colin Baker, uh, Sylvester McCoy, not Paul McGann because that's a movie, Christopher Eccleston, yep. David, David Tennant, Tennant, Matt Smith. I don't know if they go that high. Oh, okay. But it's, uh, and oh, yes, I did just name them off. Okay. The For the head. six people still listening. I'm telling oh. you, dude, it's, and you, I dive in and out of it because I'm like, oh my, there's Tom Baker again because he had such a long sure. stretch. I don't know what's going on. And this is a bag of shit episode, but I'm still watching it. It's fucking cool, man. It's okay. it's become All my right. little like if I'm not doing anything, no one else is around me. I'll just kind of slip it on for a few minutes, my little guilty secret to myself, and watch a bit. But okay. yeah, twenty four seven Doctor Who, buddy. It, all our dreams have come true. Um, you're welcome, podcast world. Uh, all right. So since I was, I've been like ridiculed mercilessly about what was the, that music? Oh, the, popcorn. the pod corner um, last time when I suggested the hot ones. Right. Um, so I, uh, I I came with a a podcast loaded. Right. Are you loaded for? Are you ready? Uh, you ready well, to roll? Yeah. Okay, but still, this is a little bit like it's a. Uh, oh, it's not another weird one. No, no, and in fact, it's one you know, and we've talked about. Great. Just for like a half a second. I like things I know. So I stumbled across a thing called Desert Island Discs. Yes. And. Uh, it is my new like guilty. Pl- this is out of genre. This doesn't apply to like the nerdy shit that we normally talk about. Right. But <clears throat> this is like my Sunday morning. I'm making breakfast or Sunday morning on the on the treadmill. Whatever. It's like like a nice calm hour long yeah. podcast. 
Easy and listening, baby. It is easy listening, but it is fascinating. And when I told you about it, I was like, hey, have you ever heard of this Desert Island disc the other day? You just laughed and you were like, that thing has been running forever. Forever. 75 years. Yeah, and multiple it, hosts because people oh, have died. Oh, yeah, my God. Multiple hosts. Yeah. So since 1942. Who's hosting it now? Is it Simon Mayo? Uh, no, it is Lauren Laverne. Lauren okay. Laverne. She's the current one. Uh, and then um, Christy Young is also uh, bounced back and forth. I've only listened to about five or six episodes, but... but um, you know, there are 2,000 to choose from. Yeah. It's been going since 75 years. So essentially, ostensibly what it is, it's an interview show. It's an hour-long interview, and it's a BBC4 broadcast, but they've condensed it for the podcast. And it's an interview. So the uh, the host sits down with somebody, and they kind of dive into their uh, like like background, biography, where they came from, right. where they're going, using this um, device of you're you're going to be stranded on a desert island what right and now i guess it used to be five but now it's eight what eight songs would you want to take with you and then at, through the interview they use right. those as kind of like like hey talk about this like yeah. oh yeah i'm taking this song because it reminds it's me great. of my mom tell me about your mom it's great. um it's great and the what the and then after the eight discs they give people a book they say we're going to give you um the, the bible and we're going to give you the complete works of shakespeare what other book would you want to take with you and then you get a luxury item what if you don't want the bible um well that's i've so People have said, I'm not. No, one. Ricky Gervais was like, well, I guess I could use it for to start fires with, you know, like to, to, not to burn <laughs> right. the Bible, but the paper, use the paper for things. I could use it. I think that's um, burning the Bible. Well, it still <laughs> is kind of, but um, so you get those two books, um, probably because in 1942, when it first, you know, aired on yeah, the radio, they're sure. like, you get the, what book would hey, you take? The Bible. The Bible. Fine. Yeah, great. Like, what book would you take? Oh, Shakespeare. Okay. God damn it. You get those two books. Um, but then you get a luxury item and right. there, there are rules to the, like, you can't, like your luxury item it can't be anything um, alive or anything that you can use to communicate with the outside world. Right. Um, so what's really cool about this podcast is, while yes, they will interview people like Lin-Manuel Miranda or Christopher Nolan, yeah. they're also interviewing people from every walk of life. The most recent one is a lady who is the, she's an African-American woman um, from the United States, but she's the first foreign attorney to practice law in Afghanistan. And that's pretty that's insane. Pretty, yeah, that's crazy. Right? And, you know, to talk about like the things that she does, like, um, she represents like Americans and in, in the embassy there, but she also represents Af, you know, Afghan, yeah. you know, the people. Um, but, and it's, she talks about how like they practice where they have Sharia, but then they also have the Afghanistan constitution that sometimes they can kind of conflict. It's, it's amazing. Right, I yeah. never thought that'd be like, so like, you're like, learning stuff, man. you know, like I'm like driving or walking. I'm like, well, this is fascinating. Yeah. And then periodically broken up by terrific music and music that, you know, spans, you know, it's, yeah, um, like Lin Manuel, you would think it'd be all hip hop. It wasn't. There was, you know, with some musicals in there, stuff too. It was great. It's, and then um, I just read something the other day about. I was trying to like learn more about it, and they were talking about, um, you know, like the different books that people have brought with them. You know, some inspiration, some just entertaining, some that had like meaning to them. But then the um, the variety of luxury items, right? Like people were like, oh, I can't live without coffee, so I want to take my coffee and coffee pot, and they're like, okay, you can take it. Um, but the rules have only been bent a couple times. Um, one was for John Cleese, uh, who was allowed to, um, I'm going to read it for you cause it's pretty funny. Um, he's, uh, she says, um, uh, grant special dispensation to princess, uh, Michael of Kent who chose her pet cat. The rules, however, less strictly enforced today. For instance, Lolly allowed John Cleese to take Michael Palin with him on the condition <laughs> that he was dead and stuffed. Um, but other uh, luxuries have included, Champagne, piano, um, that kind of stuff. Right. It's lovely. Yeah. It's peaceful. It's, it's great. And I love the variety of guests that it's not just like pop culture and like entertainers. Yeah. So tell people, people again, it's... It's called Desert Island Discs. Yeah. Um, it comes out once a week. 
Um, they did just this week, they released an extra special one where they just kind of uh, went back into the archives and, and you know, sh- showed you clips of someone that they interviewed in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, just kind of see how the show's yeah. evolved. I'm uh, proud of you, man, for coming with a real podcast. Oh. But actually, it's kind of a radio show, too. Well, it is kind of a radio show. It's yeah, a, it's I a podcast from a radio show. Well, I was going to talk about... A pure podcast, really, is it? I was going to talk about The Adventure Zone, but I want to save that for next time because right. um, there's a whole slew of those, that genre of podcast that I really enjoy and then I'm going to lay into some people, but I want that wrapped around a specific theme of the Did you say you were going to lay into some people? Lay into no. I thought you were. Gonna, oh, I was excited for a second. I was like, I'm just gonna get pissed no, off again. No, no. Apparently, I've been too super angry. Nice the last way. two pods are oh, like, no, I don't get angry. Such about a nice Adam Adamy way. Oh, though. Okay, well, um, Desert Island Disc. I uh, I'm I'm more excited about it than I should be when I see a new one drop. So it's just one pod corner this week. Yeah. So uh, here we are again at the end of our show with our final uh, segment that we always do. Still don't have a theme song for this one, buddy. Well, no one wants to hear me sing. No, I, can, I would I can, love that. Okay, yeah, every fucking episode. <laughs> yeah, it'll be different every time. It's movies, a different style. Like this is the disco version. This is the rap version. This is um, the country west. This is the red dirt country version. Also, I think we're going to change our theme song. Yeah, I think um, uh, it's been pointed out that it's uh, something that I wasn't aware it was. So uh, we're probably going to go uh, either with a brand new one, original, which we're fucking around with, or we'll just go to a police squad. Police uh, truck. Eight bit, police truck 8-bit eight, eight yeah. um, uh, from the Dead Candies. One or the other. Because anyway, we had that's a conversation gonna, with them, yeah. Yeah, that's going to change uh, at some point here in the near future. But it's time for movies that I love that are shit. Uh, we had a bit of a callback earlier on this episode, or uh, our last episode, to Black Hole, which was the original movies that I yeah. love that are shit. Yeah. On the, the first time we've ever did, we ever did this. Oh. Um, still, uh, and it's available on Disney+. Plus. We're not getting paid by Disney+. Plus. I know it seems like it. We've been talking well, it's new, quite a so, bit. You know, it's but um, you should definitely topical. check it out. But this film is, um, again, I've rewatched it since, shit, I've rewatched it since uh, uh, lately, um, just to re-familiarize myself. There's sure. a story behind this one. Uh, is this a movie that I love? Not really. I love something about this movie, though. Okay. Um, it fits the category. You'll know as soon as I say it. You'll be like, oh, yeah, that, that works in our okay, weird I see. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, um, it's from, uh, let me see here. It's a movie from 1986. Um, okay. Directed by you, you, I don't know if you'll get this one. All I'll right. have to probably lead you down the garden, okay. garden path. Directed by Steve Miner, uh, who also directed a Friday the Thirteenth Part Two and okay. Three. All right, and he directed Warlock and Soul Man, racist. Yeah, uh, and Forever you couldn't make that fucking film now. <laughs> and Forever Young, Day of the Dead in two thousand eight, and a bunch of TV stuff. It was produced by Sean S. Cunningham, who wrote and directed Friday the Thirteenth, the original one. Okay. So there's some, there's some connection here. All right. Um. It stars William Cat. I got nothing yet. Who is you know William Cat is right? He's our uh, Grace American hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we love him. No? Is it Super Fuzz? No. Oh. It's a horror movie. Oh, okay. Um. It's uh, let me see here. Super Fuzz, I think, was the seventies too. So yeah, that was way off. It's um, where is the uh? It's got, uh, who else is in it? It was made for three million bucks. Oof. It's got Kay Lentz in it. George Went. George Went. Um, Richard Mall, who was Ox from Night Court. Is it The House? It's House, dude. Ah, yeah. It's House. Yeah. It is definitely House. And uh, because it's House, here's the trailer. This is a house. 
where no one should live. Woman lived here before you was nuts. Wouldn't be surprised if someone just got fed up and off her. She was my aunt. Heart of gold, though. <laughs> Roger Cobb has come here alone. How do you get the job of that dude's voice? This house knows everything about the world. Leave while you can. No. It has been waiting for him. Hi, Sandy. Hot next door neighbor alert, of course. That's the tagline. Horror has found a new home. Yeah. Uh, you don't see a lot of haunted house movies anymore. Enter at your own risk. Ooh, ah, 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 ah. So, um, that is House, or the trailer for House. Um, like I said, it was um, uh, directed by uh, Steve uh, Miner and then produced by Sean S. Cunningham, who did the Friday 13th movies, right, yeah. wrote and directed. And he also did both Last House on the left. Movies he produced those he two. He loves houses. Yeah, he does. He's a big house fan. Decker also wrote uh, Monster Squad, Night of the Creeps, RoboCop 3 with uh, Frank Miller. You, these are just all future movies that I love their shit. Like, <laughs> like, dude, he's like, he's reading my mind. I'm in this guy's wheelhouse, or is he in mine? Um, Ricochet, have you seen that film? Mm, John no. Lithgow and uh, Denzel Washington. I don't think I have. It's fucking good, man. Okay. It's a really good movie. All right. Um, the, he co-wrote The Predator, the new one with Shane Black. Oh. He's done some shit with Shane Black over the years. Uh, Predator, terrible. Yeah. And then he's also produced a bunch of Star Trek Enterprises. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's, this guy's great. So as I said, William Katz in it, Grace American Hero, Ralph Hinkley, love him. Uh, Kay Lentz, George Went, and Richard Mall Ox. Um, three million bucks is what it cost. It made 22 million. Oh, wow. And hence it spawns three other fucking Sure movies. it did. Okay. Um, with number two, um, House Two, probably being the best of the four. It's, I think it's probably better than it's more fun okay. than this one. Yeah. But so I'm kind of I'm leaning hard into because this one was kind of like up its own butt a little bit, like trying to be yeah serious well, and then yeah it was, but, but it was funny, very like Evil Dead ish. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to kind of cash in on that kind of, um, that kind of funny horror vibe. Sure. Um, you know, and a it, little bit was, manic. Yeah, it had its moments, like of uh, scary moments. I know that I've um, seen it, but I can't recall much about it. Most of those, all those movies, kind of run together to me. Incidental thing about this, if you watched number two, it had John Ratzenberg in it. So one Whoa. had George Went. Yeah. And so you could watch Norm and then watch Cliff. Cliff, yeah. So uh, I thought that was kind of fun. But hmm. again, I, w- I would say I enjoyed the second one the best, better than this one. But, you know. You got to start. Right, yeah. So uh, how it feels, it feels like a TV show when I rewatched it, like a long Twilight Zone. Sure. It's a little bit more money than that probably because some of the creature effects were okay. For the time, they were good. Um, the aunt's found hung in her house. Uh this writer inherits the house from her and then all the horror and shoes he's an ex-vietnam vet writer a horror writer obviously and he's getting divorced his son was kidnapped this is the reason why he's getting divorced as they were living at the house with his wife and his aunt kidnapped or disappeared no one knows where he's at and he's still dealing with that and he slips in and out of a flashback with his buddy um who is um big ben who's ox character in vietnam and but it, it's it's the things I took away from it. It seemed like it was filmed 
to maybe put in 3D because there's a oh. lot of like stuff <laughs> looming from the screen yeah. at the camera like a lot of that yeah um but um i would say if if you if you if you do there was things i took away from it like it's clunky as fuck uh, the effects are like i said dated yeah. but they were fine for the time i'm sure i don't know it, it's um very very cheesy i would say um if uh, if you were, were in a haunted house one of the first things you probably wouldn't do is go into the haunted tool shed because you're then going to have knowing that it's haunted yeah oh well, yeah I mean, for sure I, the, the first tips thing were all there right, right yeah the last thing you'd want to do is stay right, right that's the, yeah so he's chased around the house by the flying tools which end up actually helping him one of the kind of creature characters he, oh. anyway yeah uh, the the that's the kind of film in a nutshell it it's not a great movie the second one is better but it fits into this category and the reason why i kind of have an affinity for this film is kind of a personal story oh okay and the story is when i told this before when i was a kid i met metallica right yep. in dublin yep in like 1986 and uh it was fucking cool. Like, what a cool moment sure. for this kid yep. to meet, like, these guys. Support band for that show was Anthrax. We met those guys, huh. too. Yeah, Tiny that's cool. little guys from New York, right? Yeah. Um, and Scott Ian, Joey Belladonna, Frank Bello. Uh, three of the members of that band, um, Scott Ian, uh, Frank Bello, and Charlie Benante, the drummer, were in another band called the Stormtroopers of Death, which was a one-album band with Billy Milano, a guy called Billy Milano on vocals, a hardcore vocalist. And they were like, it was the first time, like, Trash metal was crossed with hardcore punk. Sure, um, it's a they have so, some of the songs are two seconds long. One of the songs is one second long. They have about like 35, 40 songs. Some of the songs are at this point don't work well today. It's kind of like the Kevin Spacey yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Eh, yeah. A song no, called "Speak it. English or Die" isn't necessarily the most appropriate sure. at this time. Um, but the the we we met these guys and uh, on O'Connell Street outside the Gresham Hotel, and uh, we're like just talking to them. You know, these little they were smaller than us, and we were kids. And they were really small dudes. And we were, uh, they were like, well, what are you guys doing? You know, because we were, we were like, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 um, Tommy Boy. Uh, his name, I can't remember his name right now. Who's Tommy Boy? Chris Farley? Chris, we're Chris oh, Farley in oh. that, you know, Chris yeah. Farley talks like, yeah. Hey. Yeah. hey, yeah, hey, remember that song that you guys did? <laughs> That's us, yeah. right? That yeah. was totally yeah, us. Yeah, I love that song. So they were like going to, uh, they're going to go to the movies. Yeah. And right up the street from the Gresham was this, uh, the ambassador, um, uh, movie theater which is a really cool lar- like probably one of the larger movie theaters in Dublin just one screen not like a multi sure sure and uh, I saw like Aliens in there Robocop I saw all these fucking great movies in there when I was a kid uh, they were going to see House which was playing at the time yeah and uh, they were like have you guys seen House yet and we're like no we should be we should right yeah. do you like it if you like it we like it you know we had yeah. and they're like dude Sergeant D is in it so Sergeant D was the cover of their album Stormtroopers of Death Sergeant oh, right. yeah, Death yeah. Okay. of the Stormtroopers of Death yeah and it was this kind of army guy army zombie guy with a cigar and we we're like really and if you've seen the movie House it's Sergeant D it's this zombie fucking army guy yeah so that's why Whoa. this film has an affinity we're yeah, like yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know they were like yeah they owe royalties you know that album came out years ago and this fucking character is in the movie sure not called Sergeant D, obviously. Right. But seriously, it was a zombie army guy, badass motherfucker kind yeah. of guy, uh, which is what the Sergeant D character was Whoa, supposed to be. Oh, that's cool. So it was like their Eddie. Like Iron Maiden had Eddie, they Storm sure. Death had Sergeant D. Yeah. So that's kind of why House kind of has an affinity to me because like these guys who were like some of my musical heroes at the time were like, you, you guys didn't check out House, yeah. man. Yeah. It's fucking cool and Sergeant D's in it. And uh, we did. And was like, we're like, yeah, that was great, wasn't it? No, it wasn't 
Isn't that great? Don't tell stormtroopers to death. Don't tell Anthrax. Yeah. Don't tell Scott Ian. Yeah. He's gonna yeah, be so no. mad at us. He's a tiny little frame. Come at us like Yeah, a... what's he gonna do? <laughs> so uh so that's house. Uh check it out if you oh, want. That's... It doesn't really hold up, but you know. Yeah. It's uh, interesting enough. But you love it for a reason. Yeah. And it's I a love fucking it for a goddamn good reason, dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. It's cool. So thanks for listening to our show, as always, and uh follow us at H Space Invaders on Twitter and Instagram, same handle, and then um, also on Facebook.com backslash Headspace Inverse. Yeah. Um, please yeah. continue to listen to us and drop us a fucking line. Please. Or, or, or review us or whatever. And um, we appreciate you listening to us and taking the time out of your day. And um, what else? I think that, oh, thanks, Wallace. Thanks, Wallace. Yeah. Thanks, man. And good luck.